everybody happy spooky. I'm so excited to be back. Um, so I am going to kick spooky season off with, I did that already last week, but I'm adding Hocus Pocus. So mm, technically, I know that I've seen this before, but I didn't remember any of it. So the only thing that I knew going into it this time around was that there were witches and this little girl and a cat and that was it. Um, so I did not remember any plot. I did not remember how any of these people were relating to each other. Um, so I was like pretty new to the scene. Um, but like every single spooky ev people talk about Hocus Pocus that it's like a classic and everyone's in love with it and blah 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 so I was like I mean what am I missing out on because that's not fair so I just did it it is on Disney plus right now which is fantastic it is so sweet of them to do this but hmm. so okay Hocus Pocus came out in 1993 it is mm-hmm rated PG. It's a little over an hour and a half. I did know that Bette Midler and Sarah Jessica Parker were in it and they are two of the witches. Um, everybody else in it for me personally is just kind of like there. They don't mean much to me. So we're gonna breeze past it. Um, so the overall idea is 300 years have passed since the Sanderson sisters were executed for practicing dark witchcraft, returning to life thanks to a combination of a spell spoken before their demise and the accidental actions of Max the new kid in town. The sisters have but one night to secure their continuing existence. That was honestly a bit much in terms of explanation of what this movie is about. Basically, there's three witches and they got caught for witchcraft in Salem. I'm assuming Massachusetts. They don't specify. But they're killed because they're witches. And then good old Max, the guy from SoCal, uh, decides... To bring them back by accident. Anyway, we're going to get into it. This was directed by Kenny Ortega, which I think is so funny. Not funny, but like I love because, I mean, he's obviously most notably known for um, High School Musical, but like this was all the way back in 1993 and Boyfriend is still getting his career and he clearly knows what he's doing because this movie has remained so popular through all of these years and then he's also still making current stuff like so proud um so when it opens we're in 1693 which is like we said 300 years ago witches are flying around everything's pretty much just like blue and Thackeray, I wish 
that anybody could explain to me why that was. I mean, it's 1693. I can't be like that disturbed by it, but yet I still am. So our guy here, Thackeray Binks, realizes that his little sister, Emily, is gone. So he's like, oh shit, like where'd she go? He's running all around town in his bare feet trying to find his sister and they realize that she has wandered off into the woods with a couple of strange old ladies and he's running after her to try and save her and they end up at like this little Hansel and Gretel cottage in the middle of the woods and I started off looking at the sisters and thinking well they look a lot rougher than I remembered But then it like kind of clicked like, oh, it's because they haven't done like the spell to make themselves look better yet. And I'm glad, honestly, that they got to that point because it was not cute for for a couple of minutes. But basically, they steal Emily because they have to perform this little ceremony where they can steal her soul and make themselves younger. But thack attack is like um no that's my sister like she is supposed to be alive we don't want you to be alive and so he's just kind of like eavesdropping to try like to figure out what their plan is he doesn't really know at this point and she opens her little book winifred opens her book and it has an eyeball And the entire thing is bound in skin. That shit is straight up Jeffrey Dahmer. Who pitched that for a children's movie? That is very unsettling. I don't think necessarily that kids are going to care so much about that. But I sure as hell do. But I also love creepy shit. So I'm not that mad. So she's rolling through her spell book and she's trying to figure out how to take this girl's life. And she's like singing around about stealing dead guy toes. But apparently they have a whole bowl in their house already full of dead people toes. Enough said on that. So they're really getting shit together. They're they're brewing it up and Thackeray is ready to pounce. First of all, okay, Winifred is the main sister. She's legitimately the only competent one. The other two have no idea what life even is. They don't even know who they are. So, Mary and Sarah are the other two kind of like degenerate witches, and it's quite unfortunate. They're just both so terrible in different ways, but Mary can smell people or children so she's like oh my god there's a kid in here and when he's like yeah we stole a kid you're an idiot but it's because mary knows that our little thack is lurking in the loft so everybody is like too concerned with trying to kill a little girl to realize that her big brother is there to save her and so he storms in and he's like screw all of you and then he dumpster potion i don't remember exactly when they make her drink it okay so 
he attacks them and he drops their potion all over and throws the cauldron at them like a freaking wrecking ball and is taking every name. He's kicking ass and taking names. But Winnie, darling, has like electricity powers. So she just like zaps him up and he's not doing too great. She basically like, oh, what's it called? Where they do the clear. Mm -mm. I don't know what that's called, but she does that to him basically. And he's just like laying on the ground and she's like, well, before I can steal your sister's existence, I actually would like to torture you also. So she's like, what's worse than killing you? Oh, I will make you live forever as a cat so that you can just like continue to exist and also feel terrible about the fact that your sister's dead so then that's what they do to him they turn him into a cat um so then after that there's a little potion left so then they give it to emily and they suck her soul away so she's dead thackeray's a kitten and the there's pillagers outside trying to take them away but like too late they already look good so i guess like the next day it's daytime um they bring our ladies out to the barracks and are ready to to hang them off and they basically come up with this solution that like sure you can hang us but we're also just going to like make this spell so that if somebody lights this candle no not just somebody it has to be a virgin when a virgin lights a candle then we'll come back on all hallows eve which is halloween so everybody in town is like yeah okay good luck with that so then they just hang the sisters and they die and poor little thackeray is jogging around town trying to like let his dad know like hey buddy i'm here but his dad's like ew you can't go away so now little thack is just on his own and upset so then we come to present day, which is 300 years later, also in Salem, I'm assuming Massachusetts. And they're in class. And this, it's on Halloween day, they're in school. And their teacher is like talking all about the Sanderson sisters. And every single kid in that class is eating it up like it's their freaking life motto. Everybody in Salem is obsessed with Halloween and loves spooky and loves stories and I'm so jealous. I wish that that was my life. Um, but good old Max is like, you guys are idiots and I'm too cool for this because I'm from California. And he's like still pretty bitter because they made him move here like last week. And so obviously he's not in a chipper mood to try and celebrate what I deem to be the greatest holiday but he gives everybody a load of sass about how they're stupid because the Sanderson sisters are dumb and Halloween's dumb because it was invented by candy companies just so they can make money and our little hottie toddy Allison is like um actually it's to celebrate All Hallows Eve because 
that's the one night a year that dead spirits can come back so you're dumb and then max is like actually you're super hot so you should call me and that was so uncomfortable but then he's riding his bicycle home from school and he rolls up on allison and first of all the scenery alone is everything i okay this is like my first spooky season on chemical serotonin and the fact that i can genuinely like enjoy the whole atmosphere is everything the color palette is i mean unmatched it's perfect the it's the sky's always just like a little bit gloomy and it's there's always a chill in the air oh my god it is so good so he's riding his bicycle home through like the heart of this country salem massachusetts and strolls up on allison and was like oh sorry like i didn't mean to embarrass you back there and she's like you wish you had the power to embarrass me you stupid boy and she basically is like hey listen i still love halloween and you're not gonna make me feel dumb about it and he's like all right well i still think you're like pretty hot and so then she gives him a piece of paper and he's like oh my god no way like i bet you she's giving me her number or she's like passing a note and it's his own phone number that he tried to slip on her and i'm like girlfriend fucking yes this stupid boy needs to work harder so he gets home no he doesn't he's on his way home still and he decides to ride his bike through a graveyard which is like honestly your first mistake and lo and behold there's a couple of creepers hiding behind gravestones for what reason are they sitting there all day hiding behind gravestones waiting for somebody to pop up on that's troubling that's very unsettling if that is to be the case so as he rides his little bicycle through these two kids pop out from behind their headstones looking like freaking goth malibu barbie and todd packer like they both just look like oafs and they like at first i mean they're they're not very good at being bullies i think personally because the kid with the long blonde hair is just laughing the whole time and then the todd packer type guy is trying to call himself ice and shaved the word ice into the back of his head to get the name to stick i guess but then his real name is ernie and i'm like dude i like if you do not want your kids to grow up and have attitudes or to be bullies give them dorky names because like your parents wanted you to be an ernie like they wanted you to be smart and go to class there's a reason that nobody's named fucking ice okay guy anyway they're trying to give max a fresh load of shit because he's from california so like cowabunga dude and he's like literally 
I hate you and this whole place. And then they're trying to like steal weed from him because they think that he has weed. And then they try to steal money from him. And he's like, seriously, like I, he's wearing plain ass clothes. Like why? Anyway, he has this huge target on his back. So they're just trying to get anything that they can from him. And after they realize that he just doesn't have money, they steal his shoes. So then he rides his bike home the rest of the way with no shoes. And then he gets home and his parents are like still trying to unpack the house and ask how school goes. And he said, it was actually awful and I hate this place and I hate you both for making me move here. And then his parents notice that he doesn't have shoes and then attribute it to his own teen angst. And I'm like, maybe if you talk to your kid every once in a while, you'd see that things just like aren't going well. So then he goes upstairs. He's playing his little drum kit. He decides to take a nap in his bed full, like covered in fish. I'm so curious about this choice because then I, his room has like little sailboats on it. Like, did this decor come with the house? Or did he specifically cover his mattress and pillows in fish? Somebody tell me, please. Anyway, so he's laying in his bed of trout and starts using his pillow as Allison, the girl he just met and decided he's in love with. But we hear a rustling in his closet and we're like, oh my God, spooky starting. But no, it's actually just his little sister who is either seven or eight. I never checked, but that's what the witches guess. Anyway, so she's like middle school. Is that in middle school? No, she's grade school age. And she pops out of his closet to scare him and makes fun of him for loving Allison. And she's so much fun. She has a great little attitude about her. She's loving spooky. She is loving fall. She wants to go trick-or-treating and just like wants to have the time of her life. She's wearing her little witch costume, which just looks so comfy and fun. And she's like, LOL, joke's on you because mom and dad are making you take me trick-or-treating. And he's like, I'd actually rather kill myself. I have no interest whatsoever. You can go out there by yourself and get stolen. But he does have to take her trick-or-treating still because she yells at their mom for help. So he takes her. They're walking around. He's miserable. He's wearing his same frumpy clothes with a pair of sunglasses as to make himself a smaller target and while they're trick-or-treating this group of bullies comes back and are like stealing things from kids and danny is like fuck all of you because i hate you and my brother will kill you and he's standing off in the back like girl shut your mouth because you're writing checks that i cannot cash for you like i this is an empty bank account right here and if you tell them that I'm bringing any kind of hostility towards them, like, we're both fucked. We're both going to die. And so they're giving him a whole bunch of crap. And Danny still thinks that she's winning this fight. And so Max just hands over his candy and is like, I, this is 
this is all we can give you goodbye so then after that danny is very upset with her life because she's like why couldn't you help me she falls into a stranger's hay sack and is sobbing while she cuddles their pumpkins and he's like girl listen it's you and me against the world let's just get this over with and get you some damn candy so she's like all right cool we're friends again let's go they walk up to this mansion which i mean i've been to massachusetts and let me tell you every single house is a mansion it's crazy so they walk up to this colonial and first of all the door is closed but they still decide to go trick-or-treating there and then they just walk in do not ever if they're first of all if my door is closed on Halloween night and I see some strangers walking in to try and get some candy. Hell no. Game is over, bitch. But also, if I'm their parent, do not walk into a stranger's house. If their door is closed, they're so's business. Door closed, business closed, no candy. That's it. But they just decide to walk in this stranger's extravagant home. And yes, there's a whole table of candy, but could that not just be for the party goers like that is not yours go away so they're in the house trying to take all this candy and they realize that it is allison's house yes our honey is looking fly as she walks down these cascading stairs looking like marie antoinette and everybody in the party is just like, the theme is just old and white. Everybody is just dressed like old white people. And they're talking to Allison. Danny does a wonderful job of embarrassing her brother. And he's even more miserable. And then they start talking about the Sanderson sisters again. And Allison's, oh, actually, there used to be a museum and my mom worked there, but now it's closed. And Max is like, well, why don't we just go to the house? Because that'd be so fun. And genuinely, nobody's interested in it. But he's trying to, like, act cool and, like, get Allison's attention or whatever. So they're like, yeah, sure, whatever. Let's just go. And Danny's like, actually, that's a terrible idea. And that would make me miserable. And I have no interest in doing that. So please let me go home. I don't care about your stupid girlfriend. And they bicker for a while, but he eventually agrees to be the Peter Pan to her Wendy strapped in tights next year. So everybody's happy and they're going to the house that used to be a museum. They get in. They're trying to find the light switch, which they never state necessarily how long ago this museum stopped happening so why is there still electricity in it but then also if it was closed recently why are there so many cobwebs in it because there are a lot i have not been in my basement for like our basement here has not been in use for years and i promise you that there are less cobwebs down there than in this witch house 
but regardless, Allison says that there's a light switch. They find the lights. Max finds a whole stand of like merch lighters. So he steals a Zippo for his own jollies. So they're looking around and looking at like all the little exhibits in this baby house. And he sees the black flame candle. And there's a stand that like when he reads it, it explains this is the black flame candle when a virgin lights it. Like they're going to come back to life. So he's like, dude, let's do it. That'd be so fun. Nobody is interested in doing this except for him. So he just does it anyway. So he lights the candle. So in the background, Kitty is lurking around because he's trying to make sure that nobody lights his candle because then the stupid sisters are going to come back. So he sees that Max is trying to light it and he like tries to stop him and goes to attack. But then Max is like, screw you, cat, because I wanted to light this candle anyway. So when they do it, the whole place starts shaking and glowing in different colors and the sisters show up. And then they decide that they're going to take Danny and, you know, redo that little potion that they made the first time around so that they can steal child lives. But while Max was lighting the candle, he says out loud, like, oh, it's just a bunch of hocus pocus. And so then they all make fun of him for it. Like, oh, it's a bunch of hocus pocus, isn't it? (laughs) Well, we're still here. So you're dumb. And not to beat that person, but like, he just outed himself. And you know he's so embarrassed because it says when a virgin lights a candle and Allison's there, but also it's 1993. So like, what were the rules back then? But also for a children's movie, they really stress the whole virgin factor like a lot. Anyway, um, so they're back 300 years later. They try to steal Danny. Max is like, fuck all y'all. And they zippity zap him around with their little electric fingers. And Allison shows up and starts beating them with their own brooms. But then he he kind of like uses their, what's the word? Their lack of knowledge, I guess. He uses that in his favor and threatens them with the burning rain of death. But it's actually just a fire sprinkler. But it works because it distracts them and they all get to run away. So as they're running away, our little Thackety Binks, our sweet guy, tells them like, hey, dude, you royally screwed that up. Um, Thanks for bringing them back. And now, like, I guess I'll just be here to try and help you send them away. So they steal her precious magic book with the nasty little eyeball and they go and try to hide in a cemetery because apparently witches can't go on hollowed ground which I just realized or I guess like I don't know it just hit me that it's called hollowed ground because they dig holes in it for the bodies am I an idiot for not thinking about that 
or like hallowed ground because it's all hallows eve what does that mean i'm gonna look that up holy hmm so maybe it was hallowed ground and i made the other thing up by accident either way the witches can't go in there so they're trying to hide in this cemetery and Bingsy shows them that there's this guy billy who's a corpse in the hollowed ground and he used to be winnie's guy thing but then he started like hooking up with one of her sisters and so then she killed him and then sewed his mouth shut so that in life and death he could not talk or like spill secrets i guess i don't know this thing honestly gets like kind of fucked up for a kid's movie but who am i to say so meanwhile the sisters realize that it's just water raining down on them so they go to leave the house and they have no idea what anything is and so they're trying to walk away and they see like pavement and they don't get it like they think that it's just like a black like liquid that they're gonna fall through so then they try to kill the one sister but she makes it because it's solid ground so they're like oh, okay cool then like yeah let's go so they're skipping along and they hear the fire trucks coming because they set off the fire alarm and they don't understand what anything is and they think that the firefighters are witch hunters which like they're not completely wrong but the firefighters are like really are just so over the day because i mean you have to assume around there people are always starting shit and especially on halloween like you live in salem that's probably like the most annoying night of civil servant lives so the sisters go like fly overhead of the cemetery and are trying to like get to these children and then she brings billy back to life and tries to make billy kill these kids but he really is just like girl you are so inconvenient right now like he does not have the time of day to dedicate to running winnie's errands also around that time they tried to burn her little eye book which made me chuckle because burn book <laughs> like mean girls but it's made out of human skin and there's an eyeball anyway they try to set this bitch on fire but it's protected by magic so they can't and then billy comes back and he's just like walking around the cemetery he does not know what anything is in the world and the kids are afraid of him for obvious reasons he's a living zombie and they go to like attack him with something like a bat or i think he's a bat i don't know now that i'm thinking about it i don't know where he got it but he goes to hit billy and poor billy loses his head like this guy was just trying to take a forever nap and then he was awoken and made to run about and then someone knocks his head off like give the guy a break so the kids are running away they go into like this underground tomb where binksy's been spending his last 300 years hunting for mice and snacks 
And so the kids are in there trying to make their way and they end up climbing up a manhole. And so, okay, while that's happening, the sisters are back outside the cemetery and they almost get, well, they like feel super attacked by a, a public bus, um, but they don't understand it. So they're just like riding around town with this bus driver who's like super into all of them at the same time question mark and then the sarah jessica parker sister is sitting on his lap honking and roaming around i'm like dude are you not concerned that you're gonna lose your job like what and so then cut back to the kids and little binksy boy are coming up this manhole and the kitty goes out first and then the stupid witch hits him with the bus which is really upsetting and I feel like in a lot of ways they do things in this children's movie that like they didn't necessarily need to so they show this cat's dead body laying in the street with like tire tracks on it i'm like dude are you not afraid of scarring someone so then the children are very upset by this but luckily binksy can't die so they physically show his body reinflating like a hot air balloon and then he pops back up all chipper and ready to go and Danny, this eight-year-old little girl, is still standing there sobbing for obvious reasons. And he's like, ah, come on, kid. Let's just go. It's life. So while that's happening, they see a cop parked on his little motorbike. And they try to explain their situation to him. And it's not going well, obviously. And the part he really only even cares about is the fact that Max is a virgin. He's like, oh, yeah, you're a virgin. You lit the candle. And he's like, dude, is this the t- <laughs> is this really what we need to be talking about? They basically come to the conclusion, like, he's not on our side. Like, we've just got to figure something else out. And then Guy isn't even a real cop. He's just sitting out there in a cop costume because it's Halloween. And his lady was like, oh my God, what was that? And he's like, they thought I was a real cop. Like, they're in trouble. Do you not think that maybe you should get them real help? Anyway, they ride off into the sunset and live their best lives. So after that, we see Billy is still actively following them. But like, things aren't going well because he like loses his whole hand and can't get through the manhole cover. So we're really just forced to leave him be at the time. The sisters get off the bus because Mary decides that she can smell all these children. So she's like, oh, let's go because there's kids that we can take. And then they get off the bus and they don't see kids anywhere because everybody's in costume and they have no idea what Halloween is. So she's like, I smell all these kids, but... The people running around are all like these stupid little imps. So then there's a guy dressed up like the devil 
that they call their master, you get it, because they're witches. So they listen to the devil. They go into this guy's house and it is questionable. Because he's like, he's looking real odd. And his wife is there. And they call her Medusa because she's got the little hair curlers. And I don't know. He is like, he's like flirting with the sisters. But like, maybe it's by accident because I don't actually think that he knows what he's doing to that extent. But the whole thing is just very odd. So then the wife gets pissed off for obvious reasons. And that makes them all leave. So they basically just went there for nothing. But meanwhile, their brooms were stolen. So now they can't even fly around. So at this point, the children have no idea what to do. Um, Max and Danny's parents have decided to go to a Halloween party. So they go to try to find their parents at this Halloween party and like get their help. But unfortunately, no one believes them. So, like, they're kind of SOL. Like, no one knows what's actually happening. So they're like, yeah, okay, like, funny joke. He goes up to the front and steals the mic, like, from the band guy to say, like, hey, listen, everybody, like, this is happening and your kids are probably going to die soon. And then the witches show up because they have the book so at this point they're kind of only tracking like these specific children because without the book they don't have a potion so then the witches are there and he's like oh my god they're right there but then they just decide to do a musical number instead so when max first stole the show the musicians were about to play I Put a Spell on You. So then Winnie was like, what a great idea. So then she starts performing I Put a Spell on You. And I mean, legitimately, she brings down the house. And I love her for it. But also, we're not like technically rooting for her. I mean, I personally am. But for the sake of the film, no, we're not. So the three sisters do this whole number and the crowd is bumping and jumping. But they also like sneak in a little spell that basically makes all of the parents just dance for the rest of time. Like that's their curse is that they just are there dancing forever because in that way they can't go help their kids. So after that, it like didn't go the way that these children had planned and they run outside and hide behind a fish store because apparently this kid just fucking loves fish and then they like almost get caught but then they don't because Winnie really just like hates her sisters and thinks that they're stupid. So anytime that they say something, she's like, screw all of you. So they leave and then they end up going to school, which they call a prison for children. And I'm like, yeah, you're right, except not at nighttime because what kids are there at nighttime? But they don't know because they're from 300 years ago. So the children do show up there because Allison has this genius idea 
where she sets up a little boombox to lure them. It's just like a tape of somebody trying to learn French, but they put it inside of the school's kiln to try and bake these bitches up. So they go into the kiln and the kids lock them in there and then they like set the whole bitch on fire. So they're like, cool, they're dead, like done. And I'm sitting here thinking like, is it, it can't be over. Like that one probably like too fast, I think. But at this point, that's the idea. So they go back home, they're chilling like a couple of freaking villains and they're all hanging out in max's bedroom which is like a super lit bedroom if you ask me he's got like this little loft area it's big it is open there are high ceilings like why are you bitching so much about living in this place i like please tell me because i disagree but they're hanging out in his bedroom he and allison decide to like sleep and cuddle on a wooden staircase don't ask me why because i'm asking why but then danny falls asleep cuddling little binksy boy in bed because she's like hey now that we're together like you'll be our cat forever and then you'll be my kid's cat and you'll be their kid's cat and he'll basically be like a little heirloom kitty that just gets passed down for generations but I'm thinking to myself, first of all, it went by too fast for that to be the real end. Second of all, from my experience with witchcraft, when they die, don't their spells die? But whatever. They fall asleep. Allison and Max decide to read through the spell book, even though they were instructed specifically not to open it they say well they all got lit up on fire what's the big deal if i just want to read their book so they open up the book they're flipping around they see that apparently salt can like help ward off witches which in practicality doesn't end up actually working out for them that much but they're reading the book and back over at our little witch pottery class kiln opens back up and girlfriends are still alive so they're like basically it was just like a sauna and they're like refreshed and ready to go again and since the book is open there's this huge beam of light beaconing them like a freaking ufo and they steal some cleaning supplies and use those to fly around town and um, go over to Max's house. And then Binks wakes up and is like, dude, what the fuck did I tell you? I told you specifically not to open this freaking book. And they're like, chill, kitty. Like, they're gone. And he's like, no, I'm not going to chill. So shut up. So at this point, our ladies in wait have stolen our favorite childhood bullies, Barbie Doll and Todd Packer. So they're roasting like a rotisserie hanging over these little cauldrons of fire, complaining about their entire lives. And then that's when they see the book is opened. So then they go and fly across town 
to try and get their book back. But at this point, it's 5 a.m. The sisters only have until sunrise to get this done. Because if they can't steal these souls, then their souls are expiring. So they need more souls to keep their lives going. So it's 5 a.m. Allison's like, I've been gone all night, so I should probably go back home. But also, I'd like to have some salt to protect me. So they go downstairs and find some salt. But meanwhile, they hear some raucous happening upstairs. So they go to try and figure out what's happening. Like, oh my god, Danny, we have to help her. And... He goes back into his bedroom and he goes to try and wake her up. But surprise, it's the sister. It's the the slutty sister played by Sarah Jessica Parker sleeping in his bed. And then the other two emerge from the closet with Danny and are like, jokes on you, sucker. We've got her already. So then they hop on their cleaning supplies and burst through the entire ceiling with Danny in hand. So Allison is shooken with her salt and doesn't really know what she's doing. And she's like, but we, they said something about sunrise. So if we can just like get to sunrise, then we'd be a-okay. While the witch sisters are flying back to their house they're singing this little curse song to make the children march their little booties over there so that they could be eaten so these kids are awoken like zombies at five o'clock in the morning to trek across town and be killed and max like steals his parents car and he's trying to drive himself over there. But then all these kids are in the way. So he's like, dude, I'm trying to save your lives. Get out of the way. I'm not trying to run you over. But I mean, if I have to, then that's what I have to do. So he gets back to the house. And he bursts in. And he sees the dumbass bullies. And they're like, oh my god, we love you. Come save us. And he's like, you're both stupid. Shut up. I'm trying to do my thing. So he's like listen i know that y'all think you're super slick but joe's on you because i'm smart and you're dumb and you forgot that there's daylight savings time so then when he says that this beam of red light flashes like through the windows so the sisters think that it's sunrise So then they just start, like, melting into the ground. Not actually. They just, like, their bodies slink down. And he takes Danny and they go. And the bullies are still like, dude, come save us. And he walks over and he steals his shoes back because fuck both of you. So they go to get in the car and Danny's like, no, I want to watch them die. And I'm like, girl, you don't really have, like that much time because they're gonna realize it's a lie and come for you still so during this little fight he spilled the potion again not again because Thackeray did the first time so he spills their potion all over the place and they only have enough for one child 
which is so upsetting for them. And they steal the book again so that they can't make any more. So they're driving away and they go back into this same cemetery and poor Billy is just trying his hardest to get through his afterlife right about now. And he sees the kids and Max is like trying to fight him and he's like, dude, stop. I don't care. Like, please just let me help myself. So everybody's at this cemetery. The good fight is being fought right now. And Billy cuts the thread off his mouth and basically 1600 style starts cursing out Winnie and she's like excuse you and he's like bitch bye so now everybody's on the same page we love Billy everyone's friends and they go over and try to like cocoon Danny into this open grave and then they circle it in salt because at this point when he's being super petty she's like well she called me ugly so that's the kid I want to take and like I can't blame her because they are being mean to the sisters but for good reason because the sisters are trying to kill them so it's difficult to say whose side I'm on um so then they are trying to save Danny but then everyone's like trying to fight while the sisters are flying and then they're on the ground she's tossing salt at people Winnie knocks Billy's head off and it's just kind of a cluster at this point but in the end Winnie ends up in the cemetery and as we heard before witches aren't allowed on Harlowed ground whichever word is correct um so she starts turning into a freaking statue and simultaneously the sun's coming up so then her sisters burst into witch's dust and are gone forever and then she turns into the statue but then her statue bursts into witch dust and then we realize that our sweet little Thackeray Binks is no more because the sisters are gone and so all of their spells are negated. So they see his ghost walking around and Danny's super upset, but he's like a grade A fellow. So he says like, I'll always be with you. Like, don't worry we're still best friends. And then Emily's there. Flashback to the beginning of the movie, his little sister that he felt responsible for her having lost her life. They get reconnected. And then they walk off into the pearly gates or whatever their equivalent is. And oh, I guess I kind of glossed over the part where they were trying to give Danny the potion, but then Max took it and he drank it. So he's like, joke's on you. Now you can't kill her. Now you have to kill me. But then as she's like sucking the life out of him, that's when she turns into the statue and then they die. So after that, 
they go home and then all of the parents are leaving their party after sunrise and none of them understand why they were out so late and then max and danny's parents are like wow we thought la was a party town but here we are out till dawn so then they're they like flash back to the kid's house and her creepy little flesh book opens his eyeball and then that's it that is the end of it so they leave it open for like well is there more tomfoolery to take place and people have talked about in real lifetime that i feel like there would be a sequel i think i obviously haven't paid attention to any of like the rumors about this movie because i although i know that i have seen it before did not remember anything that happened so like i didn't want to ruin it for myself you know so i guess we'll see that is up to fate to decide what's gonna happen with our with our peeps Oh, and the bullies are still hanging over the freaking fire pit inside the sister's house, but I don't really care. So anyway, yeah, that's it. I am happy now that if I see it playing on TV, I can just like throw it on and I'll know what's happening and not feel like I'm being chipped out of an experience. And now that I've seen it, I have something to continue to enjoy during spooky season my favorite season so that's basically it for me for today and i will see y'all next time probably okay bye